An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Um, rugby league has been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. These are the quiet Australians who have won a great victory tonight. I don't know about going down quietly. I, I think we should go down with a bit of noise this week. This is uh, officially the last of the rugby league official season anyway. I know we have State of Origin. Dennis Carnahan. Yes, Stephen. Uh, yes, me, yes, Chris Gale. And our Doughboy competition pizza, Doughboy pizza competition winner, Lewis, up you. to you. Thank you very much, Stephen. I, I do feel a bit like uh, the uh, Veruca salt of <laughs> Doughboy. I had the... Uh, Entire family eating uh, Doughboy pizzas, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. So I'm here. I feel not by luck, but just by slightly probability. larger. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, and I'm thinking multiple entries. I'm thinking. Goddamn. Yeah. The Greeks probably <laughs> invented pizza too, didn't they? Though the Italians stole it off them like they did everything else. Would that be fair to say, Johnny? Absolutely. The yeah. Greeks invented absolutely everything. Okay. Now I think you're the odd man out here. You did not watch the game. You were not at the. You did watch it. You were not at the game. Correct. I okay. watched from the uh, the COVID safe lounge in my house. In my house. Uh, socially distancing from my beautiful wife who unfortunately was not born with a rugby league gene and as you as you, sadly as you be aware though without the, the gene uh, ends up resulting in a lifetime of negotiating screen time did she watch she, she didn't watch yeah. she well she was in the room but she wasn't watching um so. was did she glance every now and again did uh, she just have a little look or just complete uh, no well the highlight was i actually got my daughter involved for the very first time it's the very first game she's actually watched uh, with me huh. And she actually asked if I, a I could get a if she could get a jersey and B, oh no what sort of if jersey? I could go to a game next year what sort uh, of jersey did she want well as you see tonight I'm wearing a West Tigers <laughs> I'm one of the, the West yeah. Tigers fans so um, one of the few yes yeah, yeah, but so, is that is that what she asked for she didn't ask for a purple one that's what I'm getting at she no, didn't say Daddy no, could I have a purple jersey no, how old is she. She's seven and a half. Right, because oh, the nice. theory I was reading during the week, yes. the six-year-old theory. Yeah, that was the, Malcolm Knox. It was Malcolm Knox. Yeah, so the imprint of the father generally yeah. on the first C rugby league because of the father, is that, that's how I landed. So, yeah, yeah, so what you caught your attention mm. about rugby league at the age of six determined what team mm. that you followed, which for me was the... What, what year, Chris? Uh, well, it would have been 1967. We're driving past the Leagues Club with the Tiger jumping over the ball. That'd be a Cronulla win, so you should have been a Cronulla <laughs> fan, right? <laughs> that's when Cronulla came into the competition, Steve. <laughs> hey, that's right. But uh, the thing that I... One of the things that... And I don't know whether it's too much to insist on state legislation about this, but mm-hmm. there's one thing I can't stand. It's when men of my ilk say, yes, yes, my son's a Roosters fan. There was no way they were going to be anything else. Not yes. on my watch. Yes, yes. Let the kids... Choose what they want. If, if she wants to go for the storm, you saw some left wing libertarian. Yeah. Eh? If she wants to go for the storm, free love and show her the AFL. Exactly. <laughs> I, like, like, there was absolutely no pressure on my daughter to follow anything that I like. Yep. Well, I think yep. it's a, her peers at school are following the rabbits and the roosters, and so she's appointed differenti- yeah. differentiation. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think the tigers, and of course the attractive tigers, yeah, you can't yeah. go past that. Uh, they're lovable too. Yes, dare I say? Yeah. <laughs> well, pitiable. Pitiable. Although yeah, I did yeah. have a struggle with the uh, explaining to her the difference between the tigers in the AFL and yes. and, and the yes, tigers who yes. weren't in the rugby league grand final. Now one um, would think there's yeah. only one dragon in any sporting competition in Australia. Yes. I mean, there are many junior dragon teams around mm-hmm. the country. But I've got two sons, and the elder one decided to buck up when he was around about nine or ten, saw the whole clan going for the dragons and decided he was going for Brisbane in the early 90s. That's oh, when the <laughs> wise decision. <laughs> Just wow. to get up our nose under our skin. But the did other it? one, yes, it did. <laughs> I go jumping in front of the TV when we were losing. Because my, my, my brothers, you know, this is late 60s, my brothers were either... Dragons or Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs yeah. Dad was Rabbitohs. Yeah. Um, two brothers were yeah. Dragons. One brother was Rabbitohs. My sister yeah. was just terrified of the chooks in the backyard. I think that was her, that was all <laughs> she was doing. And uh, so I, I flim flammed, mm. and I was purchased. purchased. I, I, I was I was following Dad and going for the Rabbitohs, but if I went for the Dragons, mm. I was allowed to stand on a box 
and look at the train set. I wasn't allowed to touch it. I was socially distanced from the edge of the table, but I was allowed. I couldn't see it if I wasn't on the box, yeah, and I was great. allowed if yeah. I was if I went for the dragons. Yeah. We, we were atheists in my house. Then right. seventy three, I was made to go for the. Um, oh, manly, right? I was made to go for manly. Yeah, we heard that story. I was made to go for manly. I want to re- tell us again. Oh my my! They were all going for Cronulla, yeah. so I assumed manly with the underdog. They said you have to go for manly, so oh. they could beat me up when <laughs> manly scored. Did you have a lot of violence in, amongst your siblings? Oh, just just directed at me. Yeah. <laughs> my, my partner keeps saying my brothers used to beat me up, and this really, really concerns me because I had a, I have a sister, and I never uh, attempted any form of physical harm on her. On her. <laughs> uh, but my house, was, my house, I was atheist. I mean, there was absolutely no allegiance to anything mm. in my house as far as sporting teams are concerned. Was it art, Chris, in your household? No, no, my, uh, my father was a sailor and a fisher. Yes. Uh, and uh, mum enjoyed uh, hitting the tennis ball, having been a ballerina when she was younger. Yes, yes. My sister had an affinity for swimming. My, I discovered rugby league myself mm. basically on Sunday mornings watching sports action with Rex. Oh, and, after the wrestling. And, exactly. And then Ron Casey and Frank Hyde blueing on Channel 9 <laughs> afterwards. I just want to pick you up, pick up on something that you said that your mum likes hitting a tennis ball, having been a ballerina. Are these, is this a direct line that someone who's a ballerina then naturally... She's grace though, hasn't she? You'll Similar actually, arcs in the, yeah. the way the ball goes. <laughs> and the, and yeah, she yeah, actually danced, believe it or not. She danced with the Russian ballet. So when the Russian ballet came out... To, Chris, you're stretching it, aren't you? No, no. When, they came, when they came to Australia, there were two children's roles, right? And, you know, the communists wouldn't let any children out of there. They weren't indoctrinated enough. So she performed one of the two children's roles in Australia. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And you'll find a lot of the successful Russian players now are descendants of... Grandparents are in the Bolshoi. It's just one of those things. Wow. <laughs> Backlog of information. Let's get to the grand final, shall we? Well, why? Because right. it was a dull, As we said, let's, let's talk about Russian ballet instead. Nureyev, was he there? Was yeah. it? <laughs> Did she dance with Nicole? Yeah, yeah. Kalishn- oh, no, the ballet Rus with Diaghilev. Let's talk that. Spassky was there with Ballerina. Stravinsky was, was writing the music. You know, let's do it. Uh, Drago? No. Yeah. So, um, it was a literally and figuratively a storm takeover. It was. In it was every angle. Dull? Dull, monochrome, boring, mean, wet, wet, cold, vicious, miserable, wind chill factor. Yes, miserable. unrelenting. But, but could yeah. I add it was a game of two halves? Uh, I well, think it was very yes, well. Yes, yes. You've got to argue. No, I, I, I argue it was a game of three quarters and one quarter. One quarter, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think Penrith only really came to life in the last more, It was quarter. more like four, maybe three... Uh, Quintiles and two quintiles. Let's just go around the room again. Dennis, you were working with the ABC team yes, at I was, the game? Yes, I was in the box at the game. Okay. Uh, you had a good view? I had a reasonable view. I'd, normally there, there's not a good view, but I'd worked out how to elevate the desk so I could see so peer, peer over. over. Yeah. Uh, the audio doesn't kick through as much as you would, or do you have windows open? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The all we hear, if I take the cans off, is <laughs> from Stephen <laughs> Ferris's. <laughs> and that's background music. That's background Relentless music. Relentless techno. Relentless techno. I thought I was at the love parade. I like to call it uh, Deep House myself. <laughs> and even, who was, was it? Was it? Who made the captain's challenge that stopped? Yes. Yeah, like so you had owner of a lonely heart, and it, it was. It was you, Moses Leota. It had barely begun, mm. and you had to stop it because stop of a bloody thing. stupid yeah, captain's they challenge. No respect, do they? No and consideration. The captain's challenge, which was ridiculous. Yeah. I was <laughs> with my mate Peter Collar. It's hard to keep him focused on anything. Yeah. Right, but bang, the opening chords of Owner of a Lonely Heart, and I go, yeah. this is for me. Uh, and then Moses Leo just got and, captain and, challenge, and it's gone. And literally once I've pressed it, I'm assuming that I've got five or ten seconds, so yeah. I'm, I'm there, yeah. organise the next song, and then say, like, quick, get rid of it. And what a dud <laughs> captain's challenge it was. Well, again, yeah. it's a prop forward. They haven't had a proud record in... Nor have wingers. Yeah. Prop forwards and wingers. He's your boy, isn't he? Who? Tamo? No, Leota. No, it was Leota. Oh, Moses. Ah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Bobbled yeah. it. Yeah. Bobbled it. And, uh, Chris, you were there as a, as a uh, punter? Paying spectators. Though. Paying spectators, yeah, yes. So you're probably the most... I contribute to the game as opposed to you corporate, guys take away yeah. from Corporate the box? Yeah. Uh, no, it was uh, level four. Oh. Yeah, not in a box of any description, just yeah. a mug punter seat. You okay? Yeah, it was okay. No, are you okay? And, of course... Because of my deep passion for the game, and Johnny, I don't know if you did this, did you watch the women's grand final as well? Uh, that was part of the negotiation. I had to give up <laughs> the time for the women in order to ensure I secured the time for the... Uh, yes. the so what was on event. screen while the women's game was on instead? Uh, you would say Netflix and Netflix Kids. Okay, so right. here's, here's two things. First of all... And, and these are, of course, live and, and you can't repeat them, you can't pause them, you couldn't watch them later. Here's two things. Buy another television. And secondly, I would have thought with your wife and your daughter displaying an interest, the negotiation would have ended up that you only saw the NRLW game (laughs) and would have missed the men's game. Um, No, it just didn't work out that way. So I was there for the kickoff of the NRLW game where Ali Brigginshaw, 
who'd won the Dally M. She was fired up, right? She was fired. By a tweet. The whole team was yes, fired up. Yes, by a rooster the, tweet. One of the Roosters players <laughs> tweeted that she Dally, uh, that Ali didn't deserve the Dally M. And she goes, uh, can I say, Chris, us up. And she said, it's not their go. Definitely not their not go. Not their go. They don't get into cultural gutterness. And, and you know what the other problem for the Roosters that day was? What? They were given an inspirational speech by one Trent Robinson. Oh, yeah, that no. morning. That's right. He's walked in that morning. And what's he said, Dennis? Tomorrow's game day. <laughs> Bang. They, they had no idea. This is the man called Ziosko, right? The, the Kilimanjaro. The Kilimanjaro. It's Kilimanjaro. got to go. <laughs> it's really got to go. But I was there so from four o'clock, and as you were uh, under fairly strict socially distanced laws such as you had, Johnny, you were confined to your segment of the stadium. Yep. You were not encouraged to get out of your seat other yep. than to get beverages, food, or go to the bathroom. Yep. You couldn't congregate and have a beer with anyone. You were actively discouraged from getting out of your seat. Yes, yeah, and yeah. then you couldn't go down and to a di- different section. And say hello. Yeah, so I had a mate Scott down there in mm-hmm. section one, and it was a blessing because I couldn't go down and couldn't visit him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it was, a, it was, dare I say, a Spartan, Spartan. experience. Yeah, yeah. To me, it felt like an Aldi yeah. grand final. It was very no frills. And while we're doing the wrap-up and talking about the atmosphere, what did you make of the uh, James Cameron-directed self-promo about the, the how we got their journey, you know? Did, did you get that on the, the NRL padding? Do you remember how much pain we went through? Did you not see this either, Dennis? No, we had, um, no. Nah, so, so on the big screen, Had a talk fest. And if you go to the Fire Up Facebook page or the Twitter feed, you will actually see this image. It was, it was a... You call it a self-congratulatory piece from the uh, from the NRL about a PVL about resumption. Congratulatory, yeah, yeah. But in fact, I thought it was surprisingly self-conscious. Yeah, you yeah. know, they were pointing out how no one said we could do it. Look yeah. at us, how great are we? The upside was it was you said you'd never <laughs> make it, <laughs> and you finally came through. The upside was wow. it on massive big uh, screens. It was humiliating Peter Fitzsimons. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. footage, was like, and and uh, Caroline. So, uh, See you, see you. No, no, Caroline, the uh, AFL journo, Wilson. Yes. Who was just saying. All the naysayers got shot down in flames, didn't they? The worst side of Australians in this terrifying (laughs) pandemic. But it went on and on about how about us. Do you know what? I love a leader who can get a little petty. And small. Oh, he sure can. He sure can. He's as small as it gets. He goes in and kicks. To me, he's as small as it gets. I mean, in the lead up, he was saying, I'm going to change the voting for the Dally M. You're going to have to vote on every player in every game, which sounds like a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And for everything he achieved, and if you listen to the audio of the Storms players getting their, am I giving away the end? Uh, The Storms (laughs) players getting their rings. They're all going, oh, thank you, Peter. Thank you what you've done for us. He goes, oh, no, that's no, no problem. So they drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. For everything that he tried to do, yeah. single referees, oven bells, six agains, yeah. or tearing with the fabric of the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Storms won again. Yeah, Nothing yeah. changes. Nothing stops Even them. PVL. No, can't, can't. stop it. No. But that, that was like propaganda. That was yeah, Stalinist, yeah. I thought. I tell you what, though, <laughs> when you looked at the fans uh, at Penrith before and after the game, they were gracious in defeat. <laughs> Weren't they though? The Penrith You thought so? Yeah, I thought so. Just the, it, the res- ones that made it on telly anyway. The, the resounding booze every time Cameron Smith. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. Uh, and and, and I'm, I'm sorry, Johnny, we were talking That's about right. the pre-game. You were watching Netflix cartoons or kids or whatever. <laughs> no, no, I, got the, I did get the pre-game. <laughs> now, it's a three-peat for the Bronco women's. Correct. Correct. They've only um, lost one game in NRL. That fullback, history. she's a stormer, isn't she? Uh, Not a stormer, but well, you know. And because, oh, I can't quite recall her name off the top of my head, but they had the the fullback playing at halfback or something like that. But Tamika something maybe? I Tamika. Can't, I, can't I think it is Tamika. Oh, uh, yeah, come on, come on. Sorry, apologise. Redfern Pat. Scored the first try. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she's uh, she's a bolter. And Amber Hall was... Um, it was If we talk about the re- recalibration of mm. Cameron Smith, as I'm sure we will... Amber Hall, there was a lot of redemption going on there. She won the medal for the best player on field, yeah. having been deep down the well two weeks ago for supposedly accidentally pulling the hair of Isabel Kelly Visibly. into the hip drop. <laughs> mm. So rugby league can turn around so quickly. And, and she and, thanked the almighty father above straight away. Peter Blanders. Yep. Yeah. And would you say 9,721, I think, turned up at that point in the competition ending Literally like an hour and a half before the main game. You would have thought a better performance, a better, sorry, attendance might have been in, in order? The weather. The weather. Stinking bloody. Like, even I. What was it 15 degrees in Sydney in the end of yeah, October? Even I looked hard out the window before I left but and said, I really am, want... am I doing the right <laughs> thing by going to watch the NRLW in this yeah. weather? Or and and how was the entertainment thing? out the front? I didn't uh, ask about that. The entertainment? Any entertainment out the front? You mean the music? Was there a DJ? There was a DJ. Was there? I, I actually took a couple of notes about the DJ. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I mean, could you hear the music on the television? No. Yeah. If, if you actually 
go back to the replay. Yeah. Do you mean outside the stadium or inside the stadium? There was no entertainment outside. Oh the no, okay, nothing that's at not all. Because okay. oh, oh, people okay. might have gathered. Because yes. normally Triple M will do a broadcast from out yeah, there. The ABC yeah. will have a broadcast. To be the a, nine will have a show out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. it was my dream to do an outside broadcast. Is it? I'm sure we can make that happen. Never happen. Yeah. No, but you can actually hear the music if you go back and watch the the replays. If you oh, yeah. listen hard, not uh, just. <laughs> my, my, can we talk about your the, the music played during the game? We'll talk about it later. Let's now um, pregame entertainment. Okay, so there wasn't much of it because we we're all very budget conscious. I have to say, having worked there, I understand the budget restraints that were in practice that day for good reason. You know, business is down. Everyone's how, paying how, respect. How was your catering? Overcated. Overcated, lots and lots of sandwiches and lots and lots of pasta. I think, and I think they felt guilty about having provided no catering for the previous you know, uh, right. sixteen weeks. So all these stale sandwiches that were made sixteen weeks ago it all was a turned pile up. Three foot high when I left the building. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen so, bottles. Stephen, can they say? Sorry, to yeah. interrupt for them. For the punter at home. Yeah. Two clear standout pre-entertainment yes, highlights. Number one is the uh, Black Hawk bringing in the game ball. Yes. Uh, it was just like, I felt it was a missed opportunity. Yes. Uh, I thought. They could have flown missed, the ball, a missed opportunity yeah. where they could have flown the helicopter in and peppered the crowd with game with, balls. Oh. It's like normally they bring in the, uh, the oh. Proven Summons trophy, but they're bringing in a game ball. A game and it's ball, kind yeah. of like, you know, yes. it's supposed to be kicked. Wouldn't it be it's great supposed to, to be to, thrown on the ground? To watch him sort of hoist up and trying to kick it all the way out, you know, like yeah. bam. You know, You're going to hit the root, hit the. The blades right. of the chopper, though. Even better. That's going to be That's all right. The kiddies would have loved that. It's like bit of, bits of ball everywhere. would have shared it out. But it was and kind of like, what's the, it's the game ball. Right of the Val- Valkyries? Is that, is that the way that's, you pronounce it? Yes, Valkyries. Yeah. Valkyries. Yeah. Pumping. Yep. And dare I say, Eric Banner inside. Yeah. Maybe hey. Robert DeValco making a What about it? Yeah. Well, like, oh. didn't, didn't you point out the fact that, I mean, was there some concern that the uh, the relevant member, I don't know if it was the Air Force Marines, I don't ADF. know what we got. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Was uh, got to pull the pin. Well, was he was inside the clean area, wasn't he? He was sort of inside the bubble. Had been been properly scrutinised and stuff. I think he was washed and kept in isolation for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Don't know about that. Can you imagine getting that? Was he temperature checked? Well, exactly. Can you imagine that as your detail? What are you doing? Well, for the next two weeks, you got isolated. I'm standing in this little so you can take a football. The the black hole was pretty good there too, as well. It's been some time since we've seen a helicopter. Yeah, Anzac Day, and then handing the ball over to Brandy, who was like decked out like an NRL assassin in his (laughs) his Bond suit and his black gloves. That was one question I did want to ask. And again, you guys are much more in the inner sanctum than Johnny and I are. Brandy was gloved up. GI, when he was interviewed down mm. on the sideline, he was gloved up. Yeah, is, Freddie was. Is this a, Freddie was gloved up. Yeah. Is this a is this a COVID we, thing? We, or so is Freddie cold? Freddie is clean zone. Yes, he's Freddie is. Yeah, he's yeah. whereas he's Brandy origin bubble. Brandy isn't. We were told. Not, we, no, he was given an exemption to actually be able to watch the game with the Penrith faithful because he, he's going into the origin bumble, bubble. Bumble. But yeah, that's probably more likely. Freddie was. If we were to walk onto the field at any point in the day, we had to get a special pass after being temperature checked again right. and gloves and masks. Right, so the Any gloves. time of the yep. day. Yeah, yeah right. Yep. right. So done. So if you're a certain type of celebrity, yeah. you can dispense with a mask. You're talking about... So like the, the, the likes of GI and Brandy had to be gloved. Yes. But were not masked. Not masked. Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it's it? It's very, very complicated. Where's situation? the rule book? Yeah. What was Where your other highlight? Uh... Kirk Pengilly's sax solo. Fantastic. I thought they absolutely <laughs> nailed it for not giving a rat's ass about making it look like it was being played live. Yes, it's like, yes. It was just like, yes, yes. what the hell is can going give, can on Can I give here? you the backstory? Yes. Kirk said no. Right. And, and he should have said no. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. He said no initially because he said, well, what am I going to do, you know? I said, well... The band want to do it. They don't know you've been asked. They want to do it, and they will rec- they've recorded with a session player, so it will be there anyway. Oh, I can't have that, he said. You know, what keys it in? You know, so he got a little bit of, oh, yeah. maybe I should tackle this one. Re-recorded the sax part, which I thought was better than the original, and, you know, there was Amy doing a thing, you know, trickle along, trickle along, blah, 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 blah. And then Andrew Farris came out, and I didn't know he was going to sing, yeah, he didn't come out. Say, he popped up. He popped up. Yeah. He was there. <laughs> looked ridiculous. Which, well, I, I, I had a lot of telemetry going on during these games. I mean, you think my friends would actually let me watch the game, but I've got texts and questions have and you queries. Just? A lot of critique of the music, I have to say. But uh, I had one saying, a homeless man's just wandered on stage. And that was Andrew <laughs> Farris. And, it's his country look. That's right. And would you argue that that vocal is better than the original? Uh, no, but um, Michael Hutchins, come on now. <laughs> nobody can touch that. But, you know that. not. But Penn Gilly... Yeah. 
I mean, for, let, let, let's be honest. Amy Shark connected to the Titans. I'm sure she's a wonderful woman. Congratulations, all the very best. Yeah. Thought it was a little low energy. Yeah. Farris was one level. And her vocal wasn't nearly nearly anywhere near Hush's. We no, know that. No, and then Farris and yeah. da, da, da. And Farris, then, Farris was one level. But when Pengilly appeared on the yeah. screen, the crowd popped. I thought his 15 seconds was mighty. <laughs> it was magnificent. I got, I'm just going with the visual. Okay. Yeah, Amy's, so, Amy's, ah, Amy's songs yeah. were very. They're all soft-spoken songs, and her new song—it's all whispery and soft. And and, and like yeah. we were having a real difficulty because we had the PA feed, and it was buzzing like all get out because she yeah. was so soft. It needs to be belted out. When I saw her in Bega, she played it. She played at the Olympic Stadium in the um, bushfire relief thing. Yeah. Fantastic. Played in Bega for the NRL. I'm pointing at Bega for those who can see. She was great. And she had a number of songs that popped. She didn't play them. Right, because this was the same criticism for that other mob that played up in Queensland the day before. All yeah, low-key ballad stuff. This is what I call the live. sport. It's the Live Aid rule. Yeah. Back in 85... Why is Queen remembered for the most iconic 17 minutes? Because they life? belted it out. And they're all the hits, right? Yeah. Right? Whereas a lot of the acts at Live Aid, my new single, which is a ballad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. Shark was almost like lounge like, yeah, yeah. I thought. And she dared to sing live. The band were pre recorded. Well, the other thing was the song which she meant did she was, was Travis. It was soft. With Travis Barker drumming mm. on the video. Mm. I think they got the wrong song, right? It just didn't sound right. <laughs> but, but it did. It's did. the digital divide again. But yeah. It, yeah. we had Redfern and Pat doing a sterling job on the Fire Up Twitter, let me tell you. Does he? And we did speculate on Twitter that the uh, the Shark Link 182 In Excess Supergroup yeah. isn't just a pipe dream. <laughs> We've lit a match, have we? So, uh, after that, anything else before the game that we need to talk about before we go to a little break here? Can we just talk about Doughboy Pizza before we go to the break? Absolutely. So, Johnny. Johnny wants more. Yes. You're the winner of the competition. How did that come about? Um, <coughs> through eating Doughboy Pizza. <laughs> and is it not the case that you went online and you entered in a particular promo code? Yes, the uh, fire up with yeah. no gap between fire and up. Were there any tricky questions? No tricky questions. No, okay, right. Just enter the, no enter the promo dance. code. No, nothing no. else required. <laughs> okay. And did you receive a discount for this? Received twenty percent. I actually feel like a bit of an addict because I got the twenty percent, <laughs> and I thought reinvest it the next week, and oh. I just kept reinvesting that twenty percent, and so. And eventually, you're going to get the win. Well, I know I'm going broke, but I got, I got the win in the end. So. <laughs> and this is probably not good news for you, but the promo code fire up still gets you twenty percent off. Still for the alive, next, Chris. Uh, next three weeks. Wow. But it won't get you an entry in the competition to come on the show because that's already been won. That, yeah. that but you're been, still a winner. Yeah. You're still a winner because you get twenty percent off. Done. But I'm addicted yeah. though. So this is all the way through State of Origin. Yes, all yeah. the way through State of Origin. Yeah, yeah. Just go on doughboy.com.au. Yep. Uh, we, we talk a lot about all the wonderful choices, one yeah. of the huge advantages you can order at whatever time you like to get it to arrive at whatever yeah. time you like. But I just quickly wanted to highlight that everything is made fresh daily from their trademark dough to the homemade sauce that apparently people have been pestering that give me the recipe. Like Coca-Cola. Yeah, and they won't do it. They're like KFC. 11 secret herbs and spices. Won't touch it. <laughs> Have a guess about the, what happens with the garlic oil. It's pressed. They roast the oil yeah. themselves. <laughs> they probably roast the garlic. Pesto, they make it as well. Of course they oh. And it all comes from Doughboy, freshly hand-picked by locally, sustainably minded providors, straight from Doughboy to Johnny's mouth and his family. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank now you, look, uh, Let's uh, wrap this, uh, this segment up. Uh, in typical sort of reflection of the sort of day game that we had, which is dull, mean, yep. wet, cold, yep. loser, that whole segment was dud. Shocking. Let's move on, try and pick it up, shall we, guys? Mm. <laughs> Fisher Harris giving away the penalty there for the late shit. Well, we're back here, Fire Up, Quiet Australia. Our special guest, Johnny Caldoulas, today. We have uh, Chris Gale over there, who was at the game up in the up in the, the, the nosebleed section, I believe. No, it wasn't in the nosebleed section. That's peanut section, Peanut Johnny, Gallery. Johnny and I, who actually, you know, full disclosure, do know each other, but the draw was done in front of independent witnesses. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we actually sat in the nosebleed section in 2005 yeah. when the Tigers won the... Dennis Carnahan, who was in a, in a glorious Did the Tigers box. win? They did. Wow. So really, like, it was a gentler time. And what, what was interesting was in the lead-up, you know, it was the usual experience, the storms, you know, the exuberance of mm. the youth, the Panthers. Mm. And they kept saying, youth doesn't – it doesn't prevent you from winning, except they would keep quoting 2005 Tigers, yeah. which to me suggests for the last 15 years, youth hasn't really worked. No. Now, you said gentler times, Chris. Uh, this is the year 2020. Mm. I have done some research, right, and what with the, the election next week uh, in America, uh, that – 
Mars is in retrograde as far as astrolog- astrologists are concerned, and it brings violent, aggressive moods and actions uh, across the world. We won't go to the age of Aquarius until December 21, so we've got a long wait. So we've got a lot of trouble times ahead of us for the but next But that's m- the preseason. That's good enough for uh, our teams. Yes, yes. Once, you, once that kicked over, storm are gone. Right. Gone. So they've been, they've been the beneficiaries of this, this nonsense, this, this, this violent upheaval with Mars playing its, uh, its, its force on us. So uh, gentle times we wish for. Trump could get it, though, on that theory if it was still in retrograde. But then a couple of later, he'll be gone. He'll be gone. For whatever reason. Salary cap. <laughs> okay. Can you imagine a budget deal? Yeah. Donald Trump and the Melbourne Storms yeah. stripped of their titles <laughs> due to salary cap infractions. Yes. Now, uh, I, Cameron Smith, to me, he's like the Philip Ruddick of rugby league. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's some sort of narky dark force that always seems to pop up at the worst moment when there's a bit of success. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He never goes away. <laughs> That's right. I mean, with Gladys's recent troubles, there was a picture of her with Philip Ruddick. Yes, <laughs> like, right. I mean... I thought he was federal. He's like Nosferatu. You know what I mean? Like he's the evil force. He's the Max Shrek. <laughs> I've scarred politics. him down from the devil and Satan back to just you know. But he's Max now Shrek. he's now the um he's, he's the mayor of Hornsby. <laughs> well, that says it all, he's doesn't it? Representing who? Liberal Party. Yeah, Liberal Party. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Which got, is where Smith is yeah. going. Surely has he got a, a, a law degree yet? Cameron. Smith. Yeah. He'll get one of those honorary degrees. Yeah, well, He'll get one of those honorary degrees. Like, did, there's nothing worse than when he was pointing to the big V and saying, this is for all oh, Victorians. I mean, he's a Queensland. Queensland yeah, he? he's living in such like a for God's sake. It did come across as very insincere, yeah. I'd have to yeah. say. He's a shapeshifter. Whatever yeah. it takes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything he does is insincere. <laughs> <laughs> so we kick it off, and uh, to me, when, when that whole sort of moment occurs, a lot of noise, you know, smoke and fireworks, and uh, it just feels intense when you're mm. there. Now, I don't know what it feels like on television, Johnny, but it feels intense. It feels like a really hard game for the first 5, 10, 15 minutes when they're all bashing into each other. Absolutely. I, I, I thought it, I mean, there was excitement from really the kickoff. I mean, the, the kickoff itself was quite a bizarre sort of thing where the, the ball dog-legged into, in, well, into touch or the, the storm player got dragged into it. So mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that – but I think that was sort of my sort of take on the whole game. There were so many things that occurred – uh, that in a typical game, you'd have two or three odd things or strange things that yeah. occurred. But in this game, there was probably 14 or 15 sort of things that occurred that was like pressure? really unusual. Put it, put it down to pressure? Um, no, not pressure, no. just bizarre things. Like, you know, just someone standing offside, bouncing off the, yeah. him and things like yeah. that. It was yeah. kind of... I, I put it down that we're so attached to our social media now that when... And I've watched games, particularly with you two, on the, you know, the Friday Night Football or whatever, and there's just constant chatter going on on the WhatsApp, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I think you actually watch the grand final more closely. Yes, you do. You actually see more. Yeah. But uh, I, when I watched the Channel 9 replay, they actually, at about 15 minutes in, they put up the intensity meter. <laughs> Did they? Yes. And they suggested that this game, at, to this point, had been 12% more intense yep. than any other game now, of season. Now, Chris, so how's it, Johnny's probably the, right. How's, how's it measured? How's it measured? Because, you know, with barometers and pressure, you can do it with a scrutometer. Uh, so Players come. Is there, is there a black ball yeah. with a thermometer in the middle of the field? They take continuous the... com, uh, computer imaging of the players' faces. Oh, heat. And they look at the depth of the furrow in the brows. Right. All right. And the brows are more furrowed in this case. <laughs> is game this coming from, the, from an Apple Watch as yeah. well? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know everything. Yeah. Yeah. Heart rate, intensity. Intensity level. Yeah. On that and scale, uh, Cleary must be off the. Uh, off the <laughs> so off did, the they have, did they have the intentionometer attached to the intensityometer? <laughs> so, could they, so they could tell. Have they got that yet? We want yeah. more on this. We definitely want and, more. And they're constantly surveying people, I think, as well. People are constantly filling yeah. out surveys. How do you feel about this game? It's How intense. intense is it? Yeah, yeah. is it less intense? Yeah. yeah. And then, and then did, the people would be wired up as well. Did they have a worm? Yes. Imagine <laughs> the intensity worm. I don't think anybody was shocked when Storm went 6-0 up because most Penrith games, they come back from that. No. Nobody was too worried. Did, uh, Penrith, Penrith were kind of famous for not conceding points in the first 20 minutes. Are they? And, well, and, well, you know there's a theory that the semifinals are a different season to the regular yeah, season. Yep, 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 right, yep. Okay. So, so, yeah, so you don't play Naden for so, some reason. That, that, which, which in retrospect looked like a genius move against Penrith. Not so good this time. Against yeah. the Rabbitohs. But if you yeah. actually – sorry, against the South, yeah. But if you go back when the Tigers had the temerity to lead Penrith by six up at Panthers Stadium, <laughs> right, and then Ivan the terrorist, yeah. he goes, well, no, it was good to see the boys under a bit of difficulty, you know, a bit of adversity. We, ha- we, we haven't been, you know, behind on the scoreboard all season. Right? It was a, it was no a good, wonder I hate this guy. It was right? a good training run. But you jump to the semifinals, mm-hmm. down 10-0 to the Chooks, down 6-0 to the Rabbits, yeah. down 6-0 yeah. to the Storm. Storm, yeah. Had they not had the... Uh, the Mansour try rubbed out for the Crichton interference. It yeah. felt very similar again. Like yeah. They struck yeah. straight back, but they didn't get it, and then they went off the rails. Um, Chris, I don't know if you've missed the press this week, but did you not see Ivan the lovable, Ivan the sacrificial brother, yeah. 
giving up a kidney. Yeah, we assume that's his brother. Yeah. His wife saying how much it, it, the whole family was behind this, coming back for the son with the brother, the kidney, the whole story. Didn't you, did you not read that? Yeah, no, look, I think, as you said, they've done vulnerability sessions yes. you know, with all the players. I think that's a wonderful gesture. But how do we get more vulnerable? Yeah. Give up a kidney, is that what you're that's, saying? Well, that's <laughs> what he ta- He spoke to the players about giving up a kidney for his right. brother, which yeah. is admirable. It is. But I would have preferred that he would have talked about what it was like doing that to the entire West Tigers fan base. Yes. You know, <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Did, they, did he take all those kidneys yeah. as well? Yeah. But, but, <laughs> Pretty much the whole the whole lot. He took it. He took us. He took the bus and he took the kidneys. And he didn't even pay the fare. Yeah, That's he, what it. He's got a couple of eskies sitting at home, is he? But, yeah. but there was a lot of family stuff because yeah. you had the Martin Lang, Johnny Lang, father yes, and son, the brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, uh, Beck Cleary hadn't been able to give the boys, you know, husband or wife, no, uh, right. son a kiss for some time. Yeah, but it did come out in the press that uh, Beck revealed Ivan was totally relaxed ahead of tomorrow night's decider. Chilly most nights with a glass of wine or a beer at the spa at the family home, which is an image in itself. Nice. Ivan yeah. the terrorist in yeah. the spa. Because we but, spoke about on Friday the other day about how Penrith is like Kardashian country. Yeah, nouveau riche. It's, it's yeah. blinged up. It's nouveau riche. Yeah, it's it, money, money, money. It's shameless. Yeah. It, no, Trady it, heaven. It has no, it's, it's absolutely not ashamed. It absolutely no, no. wears its uh, gaucheness on its The sleeves. East can eat their hearts out. Yeah. yeah. But it turns out that Ivan... It's, you've always got to think about what comes after football because after five first-grade coaches got sacked this year, he and Beck have gone into a new business venture, Pino and Picasso at Newport. That's right. It's all about getting together with friends over wine, having a chat and yeah. laugh as you and paint painting. anything from your favourite animal to a landscape. Yeah. That, that is so Newport. Nice. Can I, can I, we're looking for an end-of-season function for Fire Up. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Come on now. Pino and Can Picasso. you go any better than that? <laughs> Pino and Picasso? Wow. I... <laughs> <laughs> Can you do you have to only paint Picasso? You said dogs, but it's in Picasso's will, will style. He, will he be there? I, I'll do. A, we should do a Larry David and set up next door yeah. and do a spite thing and call it Vidello and Vigo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so it looked uh, it looked okay, and then on on we trot and the Storm score again off the Vernavali. Oh, yeah. we had a couple of penalties. We, yes, we did. Yeah. Those. Yeah, I mean, it all looked. It, it didn't feel any sense of uh, one I way track. Do I, think one, I, th- I, I actually think once that second try was scored, that's it. At no stage did Penrith, you know, even though the score at the end was flattering, at no yeah. stage did it ever look like they were going to win. Even no. with four seconds to go, they still that, they still had to get six points to tie. Fast. So it just that is contrary yeah. to honest Gus. Hmm. Yes, well, do you trust honest Gus? Honest Gus, the Penrith Panther. Yeah. Uh, now, what was his quote? Administrator. Okay, so so again, John, I'd be interested in your perspective on this because you had no choice. You couldn't watch Fox. You had yeah. to watch Channel Nine. And again, my phone is blowing up deluxe mm. from all the people who are watching at home saying, Gus Gould, it's a disgrace, he's biased, this is um, pathetic. But these aren't just Victorians. No, it's Tracy Holmes, for example, Good from the ABC. Me. <laughs> and, Tracy uh, Holmes, Tracy, turn off the sound of the TV and put the ABC on. <laughs> you get an unbiased there commentary. Go. There you go. Yeah, and you also don't get any, Can you you don't get... Get any coverage. Okay. Oh, you get all the pictures. pictures. You oh, get, pictures. No, you put it in sync with the TV. It's only about a second ahead. <laughs> Can you give credit to your announcers, please? So and, uh, Andrew Moore. Yeah. Luke Lewis. Yeah. And Matthew Elliott. Future Dragon. Future yeah. Dragon. <laughs> Future Dragon. And, but, and, and, uh, and, and Gus, of course, I thought was quite correct. Penrith looked like they were on top. Yeah. They didn't have the bounce of the ball. He didn't dispute the penalty try in the end. He didn't dispute the obstruction call. But yeah. he did have this to say when Penrith was up 16-0. I honestly feel like the Panthers are on top. The run of the play, I feel like they're doing better than the Melbourne Storm, but the Melbourne Storm have been able to keep the scoreboard ticking. Right, so obviously Melbourne... Well, to die by, right? But I, I think he's probably, Gus has got a message from the producer saying, um, people are going to turn off, we're going to lose <laughs> advertisers Gee, at yeah. halftime. Yeah. You better just make yeah. out they're going to they're gonna come back and win this. And Dennis, your mate Anthony Sherwood, who was a guest on Quiet Australia earlier this year, made exactly that point and said, Gus is doing his job driving yep. people nuts. Yep. And to be honest, yeah. having gone back and looked at it and having been there... Yeah. Penrith were right in the mix, and it was really um, the brain explosion so that, that, from Coruscant that probably there was there was one Matt Elliott, a future Dragon yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was saying he is the age of Aquarius. He is the age of Aquarius. Yeah, yeah. He's we're completely nuts, and he's he has no affiliation with either team. And he was saying it actually he, he didn't say Panthers are on top, but he said let's look at the score and remember one penalty try and one intercept. Yep. Those aren't run of the plate. You know yep. that they. They were correct. There was nothing wrong with either of them, but those aren't the signs of a yeah. dominant team. But there was a discussion that said that uh, the Gus's comments had gone from being like a regional sporting coach to a national 
conversation. Right. Suddenly Victorians and Melbournians were involved, you know, backing up for their team or for their state, so to speak. Yeah, right. which is classic that Victorians come and jump in. They haven't watched all year. They've been sitting there sulking, <laughs> sucking their thumbs, going, oh, the AFL's yeah. going, oh, the AFL. Oh, oh, okay. uh, oh, there's a Melbourne team. In the, what, does a Melbourne team play in rugby league? What's rugby league again? Oh, let's watch that. Let's watch that. So uh, the only thing I would say is I think the stat was they had 65% of the possession. So they still hadn't scored in, in the, the first Panthers. half. The Panthers did. Yeah, so I think yes, if you've got yes. 65% of the possession, you haven't scored, yeah. regardless of, it, of them scoring intercepts and the like, you're still – you know, you're still yeah. not, you're and still their not, execution rate was yeah. pretty poor. It was shot, and all season, all season when they were having their 17 win straight, was it 18? It was yeah. going for 18? Going for 18. They actually had a really high completion rate. Is this uh, the Empress New Clothes finally found and this out? This is well, it's, well, the thing about a high completion rate means you're playing conservative football, yeah, and you're not going to beat the storm no. by being conservative because no. they're going to hold you down, yeah, they're going to. Be offside, and they're going to hold you down. Hold you down. That's what they do. They, they slow the ruck. They and hold they... you down. The hand goes under around the oh, ball. Gets the the guy comes in, wraps on oh, top, the... and then Cam Smith will do a whoop flop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then yeah, while yeah. they peel off ever so yep. slowly. And so that's what that's what's going to happen. So they actually needed to play. Yeah. Like the Tigers in 05, they needed to use their youthful exuberance and play. They tried, and they failed. Well, they found it in the last 20 minutes, but you making reference to the potential 18 wins in a row. Just makes me want to give a shout out to probably my favourite rugby league journalist this year, Dean Ritchie. Bulldog has just done some great work. You might remember the hundred million eyeballs that he worked out. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Great yep. mathematics. Uh, the comment from your uh, replacement coach, your interim coach, Dean Young, saying we couldn't have beaten the Dapto Canaries out there. <laughs> and he interviewed some members of the under eight Dapto Canaries, and they I agreed that they would have been able to beat yeah. the Dragon. In an article wrapping up the game, which he began with, and this is, I mean, this is. I mean, there's got to be a walk in this. After yeah. a Sydney downpour, this was Rugby League's Purple Rain. Oh. And the prince was Cameron Smith. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but he goes on to say, after 17 successive wins, Penrith was denied a sweet 18th birthday. Well, Bulldog, oh. I think you'll find it's a sweet 16, my son. And it's that type of shoddy reporting that is holding our game back. Hang on, Purple Rain. Yes, yes. Prince, you know. Very good, very good. Now, uh, do we need to talk about halftime? Uh no, you went and got your food. No, there. no, I think. Well, no, I t- there is one thing we need to talk about at halftime. Again, did you get any entertainment on the screens? Because we got a singer. Uh, I don't I recall. They, right. Did they go off? So the anthem singer. Yeah, and surely the TikTok dance got you going, Chris. I didn't. I, I must have been in the bathroom. <laughs> didn't say it. What was it? What, what did the singer sing? So the name of uh, the woman. Chloe Zul. Right, she sang the national anthem. Yeah, Beautiful yeah, job. Yeah. I believe that she's earmarked for Hamilton. Right. That's what I've been hearing on the right. grapevine. It's what, New Zealand or? Oh, no, the musical. Not the city. <laughs> <And> bloody... <laughs> the, this is the town on Taupo. No, no, no. It's, it's a lovely town. So, so she, she did the national anthem, then she did Ain't No Mountain High Enough, right. you know, it's Marvin so, Gaye, Tammy so Terrell. I had read in the paper, I thought, Stephen, have you dropped the Marvin Gaye, Tammy yeah, Terrell thing? Because you, no. you were somewhere else. She's that good. Right. Yeah. Apparently, Barb Smith yeah. in the poncho, yeah. in the family's enclosure. Up dancing. That's a bad sign. To the Marvin Gap That's a bad classic. sign. So she, she knew. She was celebrating already. <laughs> she, she absolutely. Ring did. in the air. <laughs> ring right. in the air. We got the spotlight on it. Boom. You know. Now, Chris, I did notice the camera went to you as it does when they get great uh, talent. Sing along. It started off with Sweet Caroline, moved into the horses, and ended up with Highway to Hell. I saw you. I caught you. Right. Yeah. And, and, and you're claiming that wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> and directions, Dennis. Directions. And, and, and people again. The phone lights up. What's Ferris doing? This is so Ferris like whatever. And, and and I have the time to explain that you are under starters' orders to some degree, aren't you? There are segments. I mean, okay, the mascot race. I can get away with uh, you know the Benny Hill thing. But But I asked you guys, you three now, one song, what are are the most recognisable songs you can think of that a crowd across the age groups, across the board, would know the words to? Mamma Mia. Okay, I think we've done that. (laughs) Got the voice? Yes. Well, what about uh, Working Class Man? Yes, that was the voice. Anything by Akadaka. Anything. Akadaka. But but Akadaka with with Bonnie Scott. Yeah, yeah. Am I ever going to see your face again? That'll that be, came that, later. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, but, but the point is you can put up the bouncing ball and you can put up whatever you, you like. You can. That's what I said. Yeah, you can put up my way. Then everyone can go like this. I, wow, wow, yeah. wow. I, I tell you what, I did learn when I first did karaoke at the Trade Union Club as part yeah. of a Frank Chickens gig. Do you remember the Frank Chickens? No. Two Japanese women performance artists. Oh, no. Quite big in England came out. <laughs> and they introduced the Sydney crowd to this concept of karaoke, which had not really established a beachhead in Australia yet. What and, year is this, Chris? So, oh, gosh. Uh, I'm saying about 1986. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And so classic karaoke song is My Way. Yeah. Like, easy yep. to perform. Uh, what I've learned, having tried to do karaoke to 
the Beach Boys song Surfing USA, very complicated lyric. I'm singing in karaoke and never realised Narrabeen was actually in the, you know, Australia's Narrabine is actually in the thing. Whereas the kinks you really got me, mm. that is an easy song to sing. Right. Everyone knows the words okay. to that. When I first did karaoke, it was to Michael Jackson's She's Out of My Life. Yeah. And there was a girl. He doesn't seem to be in favour as much as he used to be. It's 1986, Steve, a different age. Oh, I know. And, and it was, uh, there was a girl there that I'd met previously and I was kind of, you know, let's say interested in. Yeah. Uh, but I'd already signed up for the karaoke. So I went up and I, and I got <laughs> I a bit... Say, but I already signed up for another girl. So, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so, so I went up there and it got a bit conceptual. So at the point where, you know, sort of, she's out of my life. Right? Yeah. And they go, it's out of my hands. Right. And I put the microphone down and went a cappella. You, you dropped it? So the mic was down. So yeah. I'm singing, it's out of my hands. And then I did the bit like he does in the concerts where you break down and go, can I come down there? And you're looking for a girl and you're like, Anyway, I finished the performance. The girl left the building. Right, and then oh. you asked for the James Brown cape. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm coming the back. The towel. Yeah, the so towel. Yeah, come, on, come on, come on, Chris. Come on, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> you really got me. Okay, you really got me, yeah. The first, um, I, I did karaoke, went to this... It's, it's closed down now. What's it called? The Ding Dong Dang. Ding Dong Dang, yeah. And I was at Ding Dong Dang, and I was horrified finding it's a room for eight people yeah. that... That it's not not a big. It's not a karaoke. I don't karaoke bar restaurant. stuff. Oh, the, yeah. the ones in George Street are great, where you get your own booth and yeah. they bring in the drinks. It's, and it's, just uh, like, it's a nightmare. That's fantastic. It's, it's like terrible. it's like Dante's Inferno in there. It's right? a horrible. <laughs> it's the worst thing possible. One at the Korean restaurant up at uh, in the Coca Cola building yes, at the yes. top of oh, William Street. Yeah, right? and uh, I was actually there with your brother, and the machine broke down, and. Just start working the crowd. Like, where you're from, soldier? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get it. Rugby league. We're doing. We're talking about the second game, half. the grand final, second half. Now, it all started to go haywire. It was crazy, second half. Penrith found their mojo. They're starting to throw the ball around. They're don't, starting to... Don't forget, though, before that happened, <laughs> yeah. Pappenhausen scores. Yes. Pappenhausen. He's faster than Cleary. Right, ex-Tiger. Yeah. Yes. And also, let's not forget, Naden comes on. Naden, who that. is... He was after Pappenhausen. Yeah, he came in at about the 55th minute, I think. Um, Pappenhausen really just yeah that, that was it, that was, even yeah. even Phil uh, Gus Gould was you know I That's think it. conceding well, yeah and and by the way Gus because the halftime they all they said was did you hear that sound when you were there yeah coming out of the Tires. the bubble that yeah. was it yeah. done yeah sixty yeah. first minute sixty first minute yeah. okay. Pat Naden came on I forensically went over what Gus had to say he did say if the scores are close Penrith will have the fresh legs at the end of the game well that was true yeah. and then he, he then, too late in the game and then we're down uh, 26 to 6 he said I've seen these, this group run down big leads in the juniors many times that almost came true none of it did come true but what I noticed is when Pappenhausen scored instead of all the players running to them they just form little huddles of success. What does that suggest? Well, normally when you win a grand final, when yep. the final hooter goes, you just find the nearest guy. So the, the whole team yep. doesn't come together. It's just like little pockets. Yeah, yeah. And I do genuinely believe the Melbourne guys at that point go, we've won this. Yes. Yep. And the door opened. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was like when Brisbane in 2015 tried to run the clock down being yeah. up by four with 20 minutes to yeah. go. Sure, they're running uh, it down 26 points up. But 35 minutes yeah. to go almost cost them. Yeah, and that and that fits into the candidate for Hornsby sort of style. It's being conservative, just pull the pull the pull the no. shutters down. Let's just go quiet. Let's walk slowly to the kickoff. You know, let's find an injury. Boo. Yeah. You know, hey, does anyone remember who, who got the most boos during the player profile announcements? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> anybody? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, if you, it's a really good point. Imagine if Ruddick had because he did. He shut the whole the whole game down. Boodle down. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if they'd lost. Yeah. What would that done to his legacy? Hilarious, wouldn't it? Well, that did the sales of the storm within. So we got, can we talk about two send-offs? Please. The first one, the block of cheese, now known as just the cheese. Well, the first yeah. one was Hughes. Hughes. Hughes, Jerome Hughes' first one. Sorry. Yes, let's go with that one. Um, you were happy with the call? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think, well, well, as happy as I, I suppose, you know, throughout the whole night, the, the bunker had been overruling everything. So I think, you know, it was in line with all the other calls that the uh, the bunker had made in terms of... Yeah, and it was it was it's pretty like much it, it was a yeah, touch and go. I, I didn't really think he stepped into the way. It was stepping into the way. It was like all of these course. I thought it was a pretty minor alter of course. You know, yeah. well, altering of oh, course. Was, there was yeah, one yeah. angle, the angle from directly behind, uh, where yeah. he's he's turned to face the ball, but you can see him then take clearly another yeah. step in the lane. Yeah. He, he, he saw yeah. kick out coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and he certainly course, wasn't going to score. Hang on, yeah. highlight for me. Yeah. Yes, Stephen. I got a song in. You did. And we're going to see your face again. <laughs> 
and and no complaints from the storm this time. No complaints this time. Not like hit the road, because they, they didn't get it. They didn't get it. That's why. That's the angels. Okay. <laughs> a couple of the other songs I thought that stood out, Stephen. Yeah. There was the one where uh, Stephen Crichton had grabbed, had the leg grab, and originally in a game that was almost bereft of the oven bell, which made it so much better mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Sutton goes six again, and then autocorrects because it actually has to be a penalty. Yes, and And so he goes back to the spot. Thank you very much. There it is. Mm. And awards the penalty, and we got Blondie's one way or another. another. Very, (laughs) very good. Very better. And a touching tribute to Spencer Davis as well. That's right. Yes, yes. Some loving. Yeah, that's right. And uh, a little bit of yes. Fraction, yes, yes, near fraction, and then there was a captain's challenge against it. Yeah, yeah. We've been through this yeah. already. We're in I know. The right I, 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 look, I was still getting hurts. close to you know robots. You know, getting close to it. But <laughs> what could I do? <laughs> so um, things were starting to un, un, well, the wheels were coming off a little bit. It was getting a little bit sort of skewiff, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, ish. You said a game in two halves. What, what was the feel like? Did you genuinely think Penrith at any oh, stage were going to come? And absolutely it? not. At no stage. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you could have that. I mean, it was. You were hoping, and I think this is where your heart was taking over from your, you know, from yeah. your rational mind. It's like, oh yeah, this could be close. This could be close. But then at the end, like I said before, it's like they still needed six, and that was just a tie with four seconds left. So, so. What's the, who's the enemy? Time. Uh, Ivan. Oh, Ivan. Yeah, yeah. Ivan he just sure badly prepared them. He just they weren't yeah. prepared for. He got what he deserved. A, a big reckon? loss. Uh, absolutely. Why would you, when you've got karma. seventeen yeah. straight and you've got an almost. Entire, entirely uninjured roster that is static and stable all throughout that. Why would you change it two weeks out? Like, what? Why would you take that out? Because the is powers it? that be, they overthought it, Dennis. And they said Naden is a defensive liability. And they looked at incidents in the previous game against the Roosters where he was caught out of position. And so they put in a guy who's never basically played centre. <laughs> and this is this is really why. Calm as a bitch, Ivan. And this is why you're glad he's left and he's taken your kidneys and bust. I just want to leave it at that. He's taken the kidneys, he's I'll taken see, the I'll bus. I'll see you at Pablo. Yeah. Was it Picasso and Pino? Picasso and Pino. Can I just say now, can we get to, you know, in my mind, Brandon Smith, the cheese. You love this guy. You I love him. You love him. Yeah, look, I'm starting to sort of swing. I am. But... Dennis described him in your wonderful Rugby League the Musical at Paddington RSL <laughs> sellout performance last Wednesday yeah. that I was at. Yeah. Um, hectic cheese. Hectic cheese. <laughs> Hectic cheese. That's that's what he's called. That's, what that's, he is. that's his Twitter handle. He's hectic cheese. <laughs> so what, what, okay, what? I'm warming. You know. <laughs> Did I'm you warm- see the footage of him so, after the game? Well, I was interested in the footage because when they cut to him getting pushed in the back, and yeah. he didn't see why he got pushed. What was he doing? He was he he, 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 he was He saw the sideline. He stopped on the side yeah. of the field. The player slowed everything down again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rather than so Tim so Mansell goes over. But was he the, waving to the crowd or no, something? No, no, no. He, he just he just basically decelerated. Right. He knew what he was right. doing. He, he knew right, why right. he got pushed. Yeah. Right. No, no, when Cam Smith when Cam Smith was first sin binned in in two thousand sixteen. 17, 2000, it was 17. March 26. Okay. <laughs> it was uh, 2018. He was sent off and he um, he stopped at the sideline and because the trainer had said, hold on, don't come off yet. We can't do an interchange while you're off. We need to do an interchange. So he stopped. He's bent down, put his mouth guard in his sock. Yeah. He's standing there. The and, touch- and sulfur. And sulfur's coming and the out. smoke, yeah, yeah, he's twirling yeah. his moustache. And the I touch can judge, The touch judge has come over and gone, ah! you have to go. You have to, and it said, you have to cross the line. The camera's gone, cross the line, yes. He then steps across the halfway line. Do you mean this line? Oh, uh, I did not. Did he, he, did he did. That's all on camera. And he bends down and points to the <laughs> line and he's sniggering. It it's now, beautiful. Al, let's go back. Why did the cheese get sent off in the first place? So he's holding on. Yeah. Time. Holding on and uh, holding and, and on. And, and, holding on. And, and he's had another pull. That, that's, uh, that says it all about Melbourne Storm, how they win, right? That's right. And, yeah. and, and precious seconds yeah. rubbed off the clock. Yeah, yeah. And had he not done it, they might have had 10 seconds in the last position. Anyway, the cheese. We'll talk about more about the cheese later. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the great performance by Bellyache. Out did Ricky by a long way. Has, he walks up a couple of steps to go and find the chair to give the chair to the almighty heave-ho. You know, in, when, there was a long phase in cricket, which they might have changed now, but they would not show LBW uh, appeals and decisions on the screen at the Sydney Cricket Ground for fear that the drunk punters would riot. Right? <laughs> what I love about rugby league is they don't shy away from that stuff. So we got that at the ground on the big screen. Yeah, straight away. Bellamy yeah. kicking the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Huge highlight. Yeah. But they don't let you down. I mean, the, the Jerome Hume sin binning yeah. was the uh, exciting finish conversation between yeah. Cam and Jerry yeah. Sutton. Yeah. And then you've got Bellamy kicking a chair. And as someone on Twitter, and uh, I'm not sure that I captured who it was, pointed out, they showed footage that actually when they won several seconds later and all the assistant coaches are hugging, 
Bellamy just walks back from where he kicked the chair, picks up his clipboard, yeah. and walks out. Yeah. Did doesn't he, hug them. Did he pick up the cat that he kicked as That's, well? He or was filthy. He was still filthy. That, yeah. And I've had allegations. Oh, I didn't sure. see it, but after the uh, he was on the field, he was barking orders. Yeah, yeah. And someone went to shake his hand, and he's like, yeah. "No, nah, you should have done it's, this, this, and this." He's so process driven, not the results same thing driven. As Kathy Freeman wins the gold medal in Sydney in front of everybody, and she looks like. A, not didn't happy quite with the time. Know. Beat 19 seconds or whatever yeah, it was. Not yeah, not the time. And, and for Belly, so, I, 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 I wanted to win, but I didn't want to win like and this. And there's, there's Cam Smith, you know, the, the, you, Michael Luckin, the accountant lawyer, LNP nominee candidate for Hornsby Shire, yep. going up and saying, you know, you're nitpicking. These are small little things. I get it. People want an exciting finish, you know. Like, he's just like, he's the lawyer in waiting, isn't he? You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, Tom Cruise could play him, couldn't he? <laughs> Or Philip Ruddock. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else in the game you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm just thinking about Philip Ruddock playing him in the, in the movie. That would be fantastic. The great man. Yeah. yeah just. Well, th- in other words, what you're saying is the life of Smith, you'd have to have various actors. Of course. And of right course. now, Philip yeah. Ruddock is about the Like right when age. Brad Pitt aged, yeah. that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> we'll come back in just a moment and talk about the end of the game onwards here on Fire Up Australia. Well, Cameron Smith used to f- sleep with his football and his boots on. Um, I go to bed with the rule book. Oh, and and my, <laughs> dar- rule, rule and my darling wife, she, she's there as well. Hey, we're back. Uh, we've got uh, Johnny Keldoulis, uh, Chris Gale, Dennis Carnahan, myself, Stephen Ferris. Uh, the asterisks, much talk about the asterisks this year. Was this year valid or invalid? Johnny? I think when you look back on, on this year, you, people won't see the Storm as the winners. I'll see Rugby League as the victors over COVID. Yes. Um, <laughs> And, and the AFL. And, and, and so, I, yeah, I kind of see that almost like the, I suppose, to go back to the Dragons wins of the 1950s and 60s, people just don't value those premierships. And I just think, I think, I think in the 90, I think 2020, they'll look at it the same way. They go, it really 20, wasn't a full premiership. Why do they value them? Yeah. Huh? Eh? Look, it's a long story. We probably don't have time for it today, <laughs> but it's like. I know plenty of people who have had three or four generations of valuing that. <laughs> So, uh, Chris, I think there'll be an asterisk because the storm won. Yes, that'll yes. be it. That's, that's that's the asterisk. Uh, yeah. Uneven playing field. I have to say, you know, four million being paid to the storm. Yeah, I, I liked it when uh, Cam was up there saying, you know, we did a really tough there, and uh, you know, staying in our resort. I mean, in our accommodation, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, where's my daiquiri? Exactly. Well, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Bellamy's dream. This is what Bellamy would want every year. This is this is what COVID has played into. He's got them. He's got the their team. families it's are there. They can't do camp. anything. They can't go anywhere. Absolutely. It's not just a camp. They're in jail. They yeah. are under his command, under his lock and key, 24 hours, seven With days a week. With all your minibar bills paid for by the NRL. That's right. It's yeah. the concentration camp that Madge McGuire dreams that he could run. Yeah. And, of course, there's been a lot made of the Melbourne Vixens winning the netball, the super netball, those uh, Melbourne teams contesting the other game the day well, before at the Gabba. C- well, why wouldn't that? It's the VFL. Right. It's unquestionably a Victorian game. Right. It's Victorian <laughs> run. And, and, Do you hear how much they sulked about it having to leave? And, and, they and, sulked. And everyone says, oh, well, this probably could be the future. It's hub life. That's the way you run a team. These teams won because they got the hell out of Melbourne. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Because we, we know what it's like down there pre-COVID, yeah, yeah, let yeah, alone yeah. with COVID. Yes, it's like yes. grand final day. Yeah. Miserable. So, just before we get Wet. into... Wet. Dull. Dull. Dour. Monochrome. 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 Oh, Chilly. <laughs> just before we get into the, uh, the wrap-up of the, the season proper and, and so forth, Johnny, you look fairly pursuit. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for that, Chris. What, what's your, what's, your, what's your attitude towards male grooming? Um, I fully support male grooming. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, yeah. fully support and act upon it, or, or you you support at other people's? For certain s- times of year, yes, I, I, I do act on uh, act upon it. <laughs> Spring, right. Johnny. The Greeks are known for their hair. Uh, yeah. Is it rutting right. season. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, we, do you clip your eyebrows, uh, for example? My wife clips my eyebrows for uh, me. It, oh, it seems to bother. Uh, uh, what about um, upper body hair? Upper body hair. Well, you're getting a little bit personal. Uh, <laughs> We're going to get yeah, personal here. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so I might have some good news for you, Johnny. Yeah. Now, if I said to you, gentlemen, the name Jeffrey Tubin, does that ring any Doesn't bells? Doesn't ring a bell for me. Mm. Jeffrey Tubin. No. Okay, Jeffrey Tubin. The New York New Yorker magazine has suspended one of its longtime staff writers, legal expert Jeffrey Tubin, while it investigates a report that he was alleged, allegedly pleasuring himself during a Zoom week oh, work yes. call. He was writing himself? <laughs> Masturbating. Uh, <laughs> uh, pleasuring himself. Yeah. Oh, this is when he mistakenly went from one screen to another. Yeah. He, he, I did the call was over, right? And uh, off he's gone. He's got a picture a of him. Scene. He's got a picture of him. And, and is this not straight out of 
there's, there's Jeffrey in case you want to look. Hello, uh, Jeffrey. This is not out of straight out of the rugby league all matter. I don't know what it is. I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. I apologise to my wife, my family, my friends, my co-workers. My, my children. I thought I had muted the Zoom video, which, I mean, that's just the audio. Um, I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. Now, this has been a national issue, very much in the vein of Rudy Giuliani and the Borat movie, right, where he supposedly... Uh, retucking his shirt after removing the microphone. Now, if either Jeffrey or Giuliani, now let's take Jeffrey, you know, he's 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 gone the pool, right? And yeah. it's, a, it's a disgrace. He's apologised to everyone. If he was manscaping, everyone yeah. said, well, there's a guy looking, after, looking after his personal hygiene. Yes, for the betterment of his partner Absolutely. and friends. He would be lionised right That's now. Right. Yeah, yeah. And um, we here at uh, Fire Ups Quite Australia encourage everyone to investigate this issue and get onto the Manscaped website because Manscaped are leading the world in personal male grooming. It's designed right. well. It's, it's waterproof. It's, it's tremendous it's, engineering. It's, it's high-end high stuff. If you, if, and, of course, if you invest, there's yeah. a donation that goes to the Testicular Cancer Society. Yes, yes, yes. But right now they're offering their performance package, which oh, yeah. we, we could all use. Yeah, performance so, yeah. Let me tell you, I could yeah. use it. About $320 worth of gear, currently retailing for $170. Now, have a guess. If you put a promo code in. Yes. Oh, how many letters? There's a discount, is there? How many yes. letters? How many letters? Six. Six, Six letters. No exclamation mark. No. Just F. No gap. I. R. U. Keep going. Ding. Ding. UP. P. Correct. And how much, Johnny, how much you'll get off. You'd be uh, experienced in this. 20%. You've got yeah. it, my friend. <laughs> awesome. So you get the whole kit for $136. Includes the key skin safe electric trimmer. It's the heart. It's the the beat. It's the Peter Volandis of the kit. Yes. The lawnmower itself, the 3.0. So that's two versions that have advanced on. Yes, yes. The weed whacker, which is an ear and nose hair trimmer. Ah. The crop preserver. The anti-chafing ball deodorant. Stephen, I know you've been involved with the crop reviver, the ball toner and refresher. That's right, and yes. yes. The, the magic mat, the disposable shaving mats, yeah. and then the gifts. Yeah. And I have this proudly in my bathroom, the shed, which is a travel bag yeah. of itself worth yeah. $50. I did it on Zoom, Chris. Yeah. You know, that's right, proudly. <laughs> I, I imagine once you start, it gets addictive. I've got a problem with addiction. Well, so. Self-attention <laughs> doesn't hurt occasionally, does it? And uh, the anti-chafing boxes so that you package up the package that you have so expertly sculpted, manicured, refined, manicured and produced. So please get on board, uh, Manscaped, and uh, get on this, the Australian website and the performance package can be yeah. yours. Yeah. But remember, fire up for 20% off. We all remember metrosexuals. That's where we're heading back Fondly. again. It's coming back. Ian Thorpe. Body knits. You know. a different thing. That was, a, that was quite a different thing. Now, I want to talk about the cheese. Can I talk about the cheese? Talk about the cheese. Now, apparently it's a thing. I don't follow American sport, European soccer. I don't follow any other sport, really, except... Why, when you're following the greatest game of all, would you bother with that <laughs> nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> Great Mighty Dragons. That's all I follow. <laughs> and I uh, I watch the Olympics. I love sprinting and gymnastics. But I didn't know it was a thing to wear goggles. It, it would suggest that you're an elite athlete who won a competition at the highest point of any skill capacity. And you have to have Mowat, Bollinger, or any number, Tatinger, any number of... Tatinger. Um, you know, all that, you know. And Very you don't want to get in your eyes. I don't know why. <laughs> Champagne in the eyes doesn't hurt, does it? But they wear goggles, ski goggles, yeah? Johnny, are you aware of this? Are you experiencing this? Never, never Were seen that tradition goggles? before. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought it was the sponsors. No, I, thought it was, I, thought it was some, I thought they were having some three D games a, or yeah, something. Big American thing, right, Chris? Yeah. Like personally, uh, first of all, uh, a very, very um, strong jet of champagne. Hmm. Or something like a Todd Carney bubbler situation mm. uh, can uh, damage the eye. Can take your eye out. Yeah, the, the, the force of the the liquid. But my my understanding was the champagne does sting. So, yeah, you know, the, America, the Americans got a lot of money invested in their athletes. Yeah, you know, like uh, one. Chris, rugby league doesn't play by those rules. You know, but that. I have I have seen a lot of champagne corks. But look at look at the Formula One drivers. Yeah. Look at the tennis players. Is champagne yeah. flowing freely? Nobody yeah. puts on the ski yeah. mask and look ridiculous, yeah. do they? It's yeah, fashion. It's, it's, it's just fashion. the way it is. I, I did have one dear friend who's um, former, he went to RMC in, at the Royal Military College, Duntroon, and he was convinced that the military thing to do is to use your sword, and if you hit it right, ah, you can yes. actually top. Yes, I've seen that. And he, yeah. he showed us how to do it. Dangerous. Uh, Dave's a listener. Um, <laughs> Tip <laughs> the, bottle, <laughs> the bottle just broke. Yeah. I can, uh, half the champagne fell. Yeah. It wasn't a very clean The hit. Japanese are very good at that. Uh, yeah. Very uh, good. And uh, the cheese then came out to James Hooper and said, number 26. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oops, you're a little baldy. <laughs> and what was he holding up? 
the Summons Proven Trophy. Right, there it was you the go. Proven Summons Trophy. I always he, like to put Arthur first because he's Western Suburbs and we lost him this year. Yes. And uh, in amongst the NRL propaganda video, which was extremely hard to take, where they put up the taglines, absurd, you are dreaming, unthinkable. Uh, there was a moving tribute to Arthur. Yes. And, and indeed, the players that had also left the game, though many of them had really left the game because of COVID reasons, they weren't actually there. They were just these people no. holding banners. It was Well, Mrs. Churchill couldn't go on the field, could she? Mrs. Churchill couldn't go on the field. Yeah. Joyce wasn't there. I mean, yeah. again, it really was a no-frills Audi yes, grand yes, final, yes, wasn't yes, it? I mean, yes. they sort of squirreled the entertainment down one end. Yes, yes. You know, that sort of deal, the... The, the presentation was an yeah. empty crowd because Melbourne well, won. Well, you probably wouldn't have seen the presentation when Bellamy was handing out the rings. He actually handed Cam two rings. And then when Freddie was interviewing Cam later, Barb? he said the other one was for Barb. No. What about Bulgari? Were they, were they in this, hey? <laughs> the extra ring see, and the bracelet, the watch. The... Did, you, did you notice the players were all swapping rings? Like yeah. I think they, they got out of order, so the sizes were wrong. Yeah. That would have been very hard to work yeah. out on the move who's yeah. got the right ring, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, you know, what, what are the hubris of Melbourne? I believe that they wrapped the whole dressing room in plastic in readiness for the champagne. Did they wrap it in plastic or was it wrapped, wrapped in, in plastic. plastic? In readiness for the champagne right. flowing. And then they collected at the other end. I believe that they actually pre-ordered that to be wrapped. Yeah, they washed themselves with it. Oh, uh, <laughs> did you see the cheese cradling? Yes. I did, like a baby. And the cheese yeah. just said, "I just want to go and get pissed." Yeah. Bellamy's done nothing. <laughs> he was actually funny. He interviewed Freddie. Interviewed. You saw that interview. I like him now. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. all cam. It, but he said it's all cam. It's all just cam. It's so all cam. Do what cam says. That. Bellamy does nothing. We knew that. And then, and he, no, no. I was going to say, and then Freddie was encouraging the cheese to get various Queensland players drunk and not yes. serviceable for origin. <laughs> Which I think is wrong on many levels. Oh, you think so? Responsible <laughs> consumption of alcohol, and playing sport in a fair and... Fierce in a bubble, anything's possible. Are you excited by Origin, Johnny? Did you leave? Because at the end, James Bracey goes, we're going to fire up for Origin. What was yeah. your uh, takeaway? Um, I'm excited for Origin because I think we've got a good side. So <laughs> that's, that's why I'm excited for it. And... and at a car and, and Pappenhausen got through uninjured. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. That would, so I, I think we've got a chance of winning for a third time. I think yes, I'm excited about it. I'm not. Yeah. How are you guys feeling about it? Paid gig. <laughs> Paid gig. I'm yeah. glad there's more rugby league. Yeah. Night off. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm actually not going. Yeah. And well, I'm you're going, not allowed to. Uh, why oh, can you go to Adelaide? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the Sydney game. Oh right. Uh, you I'm have actually, to fill in a, a police report. Yeah, and uh, to go to the Sydney application. Game. Border. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going. I don't know. I'm I, going to the ANZ one, I, yeah. If, if I was Volandis, I would have made such a song and dance, and there really wasn't enough song and dance there on Sunday night no. about the fact that we got here and we got no. through it. Yeah. And Origin just feels to me like, dare I say, I've had enough of you. The only, oh, the only thing that would have made Origin interesting. You've got nothing else in your life. You've been <laughs> that. I've got the cricket, the NBA will kick off again. Yeah, you yeah. go to any WBBL? Netflix, Chris. The Big Bash. Are you, go, are you going to any women's Big Bash? Oh, my mate Rose is DJing, so no, I won't be going. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go. I'll see. He's in a different tower, so I can't steal his yeah, lollies. Uh, let me know when you're both at the same precinct and I'll come along. North Sydney Able, two weeks' time. NSO. Okay. Done. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Let's Carry on, on, gentlemen. Okay, let's wrap it up, shall we? State they of Origin, they... this, was, this was what I was going to say. Oh. The only thing that could have rescued the dull, dour, mm. storm, mm. asterisk Victory. grand final, yeah. which was, you know, as we said, the day was miserable. Yeah, yeah. The only good bit was the helicopter coming yeah. in. That was it. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and the Kirk Pengelly solo. Those were the highlights <laughs> yeah. of the whole day. And that yeah. was it. The only thing that could have made it better was at the end, this magnanimous look at the V, you know, all this, uh, yeah, thanks to the Warriors, the Camp Smith's allegedly wonderful speech. If he'd finished it by saying, and folks... That's all, folks. I'm out of here, except I'm going to make myself available for selection for Origins. One last thing. Now, had he said that, had he said, I'm going to play Origin and then I'll quit. That's theatre. That would have been interesting. But what did he do? Nothing. Hey, look, there's a report here, if I could say this, that uh, what we didn't know, that, of course, the the violins come out, you know, did you know that he was needled? For the last yes. number of weeks. Yes, I saw that. The shoulder that he incurred yeah. and the injury up at he Sunshine being, Coast being, Stadium. Yeah. Cameron Smith. Not the devil, but he's I mean, close to and, the devil. And it was such a terrible yeah. injury. He was unable to play golf. Do you know what? I have to stop from heaving when they go, immortal in waiting. You know, stop myself. You Double know. IW. Oh, immortal in waiting. What does that mean? What sort of concept is that anyway? But you know what? As I said, it's like Big Yellow Taxi. It'll be like a parking lot. You won't know what you've missed till it's gone. Till it's gone. Nah. It says here he had a chronic shoulder. It's so chronic. He couldn't play golf in Queensland. Yeah. Sad. Well, you know. Know he's How they bloke. suffer. 
He's a knockabout bloke. He just wants to do the Renos on the cow. And, and you know how it happened, Chris? Play a bit of golf. The only time he got tackled this year in rugby league. He did his shoulder. The only time. <laughs> End of story. Have I said it all? Johnny, have you got any final thoughts uh, on, on the big game, the big dance, the big <laughs> look, season? It was, it, look, it was pretty disappointing, but as a West Tigers fan, really, your only joy comes out of... Uh, Disappointment. <laughs> comes out of the, the players you've nurtured, um, winning premierships. Yeah, so, exactly. So with two... Ado with, Carr, Ado Carr and Hosen. That, that gave me a bit of joy. Yeah, you won yeah, the Clive Churchill, Tiger under the Clive. You won joy, Johnny. 1956, 1966. Yeah. 11 yeah. straight in a row, son. Never before, yeah. never again, thank God. Yeah. Asterisk. Can, can we just, given this our last very strongly rugby length show, we will be going through to uh, early December with uh, perhaps a rebooted format on this yes. show. Yes, But we want to do thank yous. And I'll just go through the thank yous. And they're, of course, highlighted in Buzz Rothfield's top 50. The people we want to thank are TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Tremendous contribution. Nathan Cleary, as well as uh, yeah. Latrell Mitchell and Josh Adokar bre- breaching COVID restrictions. Yeah, that was but entertaining. Also, also took the Deli M off Cleary and gave it to Jackie Boy White and thank you, TikTok. We, we, we <laughs> want to we thank Corey Heru and Naira and Jaden Ockenbohr for yet another sex scandal. Yes. Uh, With schoolgirls. Big shout out to five NRL coaches. Who got sacked and moved on. All the very best with Hook Griffin, Jamie Soward, <laughs> and indeed Matty Elliott, yes. uh, the new age coach yes. next year. To Adam Fanua Blake off to the Warriors for calling Grant Atkins a Michael Lucking retard, if we can even say that and find Can you say that word these days? Okay, well, I'm just reading the news. Um, um, Black Eyed Peas, you can't get that anymore, can you? <laughs> that's right. Uh, it's funny, I probably should have censored the other word and yeah, said, I think you probably should fucking, really. <laughs> yeah. I apologise for that. Uh, Ivan the terrorist for the kisses and tears he blew at the father of that young, innocent 12-year-old West Tigers fan. Outrageous. Oh. Uh, to Wayne Bennett for eating at Grappa. Yeah. We want to say thank you particularly... We'll probably not even mention the Sam Burgess thing. Sonny Bill Williams, you were all thrilled about his oh, contribution. Air tremendous air contribution. Out of the tires, Chris. Uh, in, in, in a genuine sense. Can we just thank the Roosters for not, <laughs> not three-peating? Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Oh, we thank oh, the Roosters oh, for not winning. You can thank the Raiders for that. You're <laughs> welcome. Thank the You're yeah. welcome. It's <laughs> it a lovely night of entertainment. Let's thank Josh Papali for the moment of the year, chasing down Jamal Fogarty. Absolutely. Mainly because and it produced... Uh, a bunch of gundies. If anybody has a pair of those uh, undies or whatever they are, I'd love a pair. They only made 30. They oh, made 30 and gave them to the Raiders like the ring, players. Isn't it? That's yeah. it. Yeah, it is. Barb's got one, right? Oh, we got 31. <laughs> yeah. Josh Reynolds and Russell Packer for walking out at halftime when the Tigers trailed manly by many points. Yeah. And Josh and Russell, I just say, keep on walking. <laughs> uh, we, we're running out. We want to thank uh, Tabita Pangai Jr. being sprung illegally at a Barbie's biker shop. Uh, bikey shop, I should say. <laughs> Anthony Seabold. Great year for Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Rabbits for putting... Uh, for the first time, I ever want to thank the Rabbits, but yeah. Redford and Pat, cheerio to your mob and for putting again, 60 on the Roosters. Yeah. And, and thanks, <laughs> thanks for Wayne for man-managing James Roberts out. Yeah. Uh, Hello. To, to Bronson, Sherry and Michael Jennings, bringing a bit of old school back into rugby league, yeah. you know, being banned for performance-enhancing substances. Yeah. Yes. Uh, to Jackie Boy Whiten to absolutely upset the apple cart that was the Dally M's. Beautiful. And as I think you said, someone on a Raiders page pointed out... Uh, it was probably the 45-minute drive each way to the Dally M's that cost them the premiership. That cost the Panthers, Panthers. the premiership. Uh, to Peter Volandis, thanks for nothing. Nothing, Chris. Did you hear Jackie Boy White in the morning after the Dally M's? Yeah. Say, oh, so, yeah. so what did you do afterwards? Did you go out to your party? Oh, I went to Macca's. Hey, what'd you have? Oh, double quarter pounder and filet of cheese. Like, this I, I don't is know, know, special, isn't it? This is, well, this is, what, this is all that was open. Oh. And Jackie Boy, being a country boy, didn't know where fancy and restaurants how, are. How about when you go to the bathrooms at ANZ, there's a great big, have you got a plan B? And there are all the options. Yes. Not once did they mention getting a lift with Brian Brown home. <laughs> 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 Uh, I want to thank Johnny for being our prize winner and special guest. Well done, Johnny. Thank you for having me. Dennis, Stephen, Redfern, Pat. Nick, who's not here, I want to thank. But Happy birthday, Nick. To... Nick's sulking because Nick's a Panthers fan. Let's, let's, let's put it out there. And, and I don't know whether Philo listens to the podcast or watches the show, but he certainly follows us on Twitter. And I thought he had an observation that many had made. Who's this? He, this is Philo. Oh, yeah. He had an observation that he made that many had made, but I thought he just put it beautifully. As full-time whistle was blown, he goes, was that the last NRL game we'll see with two referees on the field? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yeah. Well done. See ya. Nah, see you next week. You got it. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.